So welcome back to the Nerd Files. This is the WrestleMania 33 Special Edition Podcast. And now I'm going to kick it off to Robert for the predictions. Alright, guys, welcome to WrestleMania. It's, um, I'm really glad to have you all here. Thank you so much. Um, some of you guys came from a little further away than others, so I appreciate that coming out here. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a WrestleMania tonight. Uh, we've got uh, our board here set up for some predictions. And uh, we're going to run through the match card real quick. We'll tell everybody, everybody that's involved. Uh, we're going to make predictions. There's going to be a present or a gift or, a, I guess, a win bonus if you get the most matches correct. I will personally bake you a cake. Your own cake. Of our choice? Um, flavor? Or? Well, no, it'll actually be not from a box, so I'll do it from scratch. Because oh, I got the stuff. Yeah. However, should uh. you get the most predictions wrong, you will be taking an ALS Ice Bucket Challenge that will go up on Facebook Live. Uh, and probably YouTube. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Raise your hands if you're okay with it. You can do it, Jordan. There's one. I don't want to Majority do wins. You don't want to, but it's you over. better not lose then. <sighs> we lose. So first up, SmackDown Women's Title Match. Um, it's of every available. Yeah. There we go. Kickoff. Anyway, every available. A uh, woman on the SmackDown roster, so the big names are like Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, uh, Naomi. There's even the potential for someone like Asuka to show up from NXT and mm. help out on this one. Um, those are the, probably the four biggest names you need to know uh, that have any kind of chance of winning this thing. So my first uh, question for you guys is, who do you think is going to win the SmackDown women's title? Ooh. I say Naomi. So we're going... With, uh, we'll just go straight across. All right. All right. So, little Rob says Naomi. And as much as it pains me, I actually have to agree with him. Uh, but yes, the other names are going to be like Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch. Um, maybe you could even toss in Natalia on this one. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Alexa. Alexa Bliss? Yeah. Chris has taken Alexa Bliss. She's going in as champion, and you're saying she's coming out of it. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Calm me down for Naomi. Naomi goes to Stallion, which is a uh, here. Justin? Naomi. Naomi, hometown girl, coming Ooh. home for, uh, coming to her hometown of Orlando to try to get the title. So, coming off of injury, <laughs> so... Coming off injury, too. And there's not going to be a lot of potential for feel-good moments. So I, I I don't know. Alexa Bliss would definitely be my second choice. But um, yeah. Naomi just seems like the perfect fit on this one. Mm. Travis? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. I like it. Oh, that's what God's telling me. You want to go Becky Lynch, Jordan? Yes. Yes. Becky Lynch yes. Oh. Oh. We'll get everybody else's predictions uh, when we get a chance. I feel like that's wrong. Me. Becky Lynch is like my all-time yeah. All right, next like up, triple threat ladders uh, for the tag titles. You've got the club and Gallows and Anderson, um, Enzo Amore and Cass, and uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Ooh. I'll start this one off. Um, I'm actually going to go with the club. Um, and I'm going to toss in the caveat of possibly an appearance by the Hardys. 
That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> you want the club? Yeah, why not? Give him the club. Okay, Jordan takes the club. Justin? Uh, I, it's so hard. The scissors, the scissors, the scissors. You've got Enzo Amore and Cass, Seamus and Cesaro, or the club. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, I think I'll go with... Mm, I think I, my best bet is the club. Okay, Justin <laughs> takes the club. <laughs> it's good I'm going to go Seamus and Cesaro. Oh. Seamus and Cesaro for Stallion. All that would be a part of the club, as long as you and Zayn Mori. Enzo and Cass. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they won. Yeah, they kind of need something like this, too, so I don't. I wouldn't be that horribly surprised at it either. Chris? I'm going to go Seamus and Cesaro. Yeah. Seamus and Cesaro. That'd be me, too. Seamus and Cesaro. Seamus and Cesaro. Okay. <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Baron oh. Corbin. Oh, Baron, oh, Baron Corbin. Corbin. I'd choose Corbin. <laughs> yeah, Corbin. 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 Chris said Corbin. There's a really good feeling about Corbin. Yeah. Uh, Corbin. You wanted Corbin too? Yeah. Hey, his character's not bad. Well, <laughs> who are you going with? I'm going to go Corbin as well. Stallion <laughs> taking the safe bet here, Corbin. I don't want an ice bucket. Hi, Ambrose. Ambrose? Whoa. Oh man, this was actually kind of a tough one for me to call. Um, Corbin's really doing some great work. He's really improved since hitting the roster. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely deserves a title win. Dean Ambrose kind of going downhill from the high peaky hit. Yeah, I'll go Corbin, but I also think I may be taking loss on that one. All right, this is my prediction for tearing down the house: Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. Um, Shit. And I'm going to start off by going KO with Kevin Owens. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens, right there. KO. <coughs> Justin wants KO. Guys? Kevin Owens or Chris Jericho? There's some mojo involved in this match. <laughs> <laughs> there is the potential. But I think Samojo is probably... I think Samojo is more likely to get involved in this one later. Mm, that's so true. Jordan wants Kevin Owens. I just did Stallion, Rob, and Travis. Oh, man. I'm going to dance with the stars. I'm going to go Chris Jericho. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time here. I'll go Jericho. Travis says he wants to break down the walls. Little Rob, you're the holdout. Oh yeah, so uh, it's a tough call. That's yes, it is. Raw. What's the point? Tag title. This is the IC title. Uh, I think the US title is yep. involved here. This is Raw Women's title. Put me down for Jericho. Okay, now this one's gonna be super hard. Um, Bailey versus oh. Sasha versus Charlotte versus Nia. Oh, oh shit. I have a Three of the four horsewomen. It's elimination, right? No, I think it's just one fall would finish. Ugh. Oh, fuck. Royale. I'm going to say Bailey. Yeah. With the prediction. Okay, what you got on the prediction? With Sasha turning heel. Okay, Lee. Bailey, Sasha goes heel. Okay. 
it's possible. I'm actually with you on this one. I, I'm with Bailey with uh, Sasha Turn. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to say Bailey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Give me Sasha. Stallion taking oh. Sasha Banks. That is my second, so. Justin? Uh, I think I'll go with Bailey. Okay. Travis? Give me one Chris. moment. <laughs> Chris? Sasha. Sasha? <laughs> well, you're going to lose them with a lot of us. <laughs> Does anybody want to take side bets on like some of the other little stuff that's going on? Like I say the club with the Hardys possibly showing up. Well, um, Smackdown women's title. I was thinking like maybe Oscar does show up. Quick question. Um, if we did do that... If we were yeah, right on prediction about the person, I guess it I guess it's more for just kind of. Is that an extra point or is it? We could make it an extra a half point. a point or what? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it half a point if you can an get extra the, half. Yeah, if you get the caveat right, we'll go with that. I'm gonna like I'm gonna toss in my little caveat on Naomi. I also want to see the With. <laughs> no, I mean if Oscar shows up, God, they're gonna want to make her look good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take a chance on that one. Smart. <laughs> All right, let's say if you don't get the caveat right, you lose half a point. Okay. Oh. So, Travis. You don't gain anything? If you get I'll go with no, Fatal War. If you get that little science show thing right, then you get half a point. If you get it right, you get half a point. If you get it wrong, risk, if you predict one... Yeah, you're risking half okay. a point if you. you get it wrong. So if there is, if even if Bailey wins, if there's no Sasha turn, I can only get half a point. I like that. I like oh, that. I thought, yeah. Oh. So even if the he, club loses, wins, he loses a half, then. Yeah. So. Well, what about right. this one? There's no caveat to it. It doesn't look like. I mean, you could All toss right. in like so, Samoa Joe getting involved. Um, but if here. you get if you get the Bailey and Sasha, you get a point and a half. Yeah. Okay. But if you just get the name right. Then one point. One point. Yeah. If I get it right, I'm only going to get half a point because I if Sasha doesn't turn, uh, I lose half a point. Okay. So it's a side bet essentially. Yeah. 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 I will go with. Nia needs a push in her. Nia. <laughs> that is our dark horse one right there. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. John Cena, Nikki Bella versus <laughs> Miss and Maurice. John Cena. Okay, so he's not even caring anymore. Uh, you want some John Cena and oh, Nikki Bella. You do. Maybe. Did you have a dream last night about it? Give, give Stallion no, down for Cena, Cena Bella as well. Cena Bella. I just had a feeling. Did you go with the other one? Ms. Maurice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to toss in a caveat on this one, too, because I know the, more of the backstory. I'm going with Miz and Maurice with a John Cena proposal. Aww. 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 I'm going to cry now. Your source of information is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Miz needs the win. And it still makes it a good moment if he proposes afterwards. Uh, okay. True. Oh, but if you don't get the person right, but you do get that part right, yeah, I get. Then you just get half a point, right? Right. 
That doesn't make any sense. You'd be like, honey, we lost when you proposed to me. <laughs> Still a good moment. All right, we'll see. Justin. Oh, damn. <laughs> Miz needs it. Miz needs to win this one I'll go bad. <clears throat> he's on A, he's like the hottest thing on SmackDown right now, just like generates so much heat. And he's been kind of lacking on like wins and pay per view, so doing something like this, especially since John Cena's going away for a while again, he kinda needs it. Well. So uh, Justin, Travis, Rob, I need uh, predictions, please. Cena Bella. Cena Bella? Okay. I've seen Bella. Rob? Yes. Justin? I've... You pick first, Justin. Well, what you say is true, Rob, Robert. Um, I. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. It's gonna. It's luckily. Can I make a side match prediction? Sure. Do they add matches ever? No, not really. All right. Sometimes. Well, I mean, yeah, but this is WrestleMania. This card's set in stone right now. Are we doing one on the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? No, we're not gonna worry about the pre-show stuff. Okay. Uh, pre-show. I think so. You can kick it off if you want. Somebody push down on my controller. Or turn it on. There you go. There we go. Uh, we'll split the predictions first. From the beginning. I think I'll go with Ms. 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 Maurice? Yeah. When was the last time Maurice was in the ring? Quite exactly. a while. Mm. It's been a while. John Cena. True. And Bella. Cena Bella. Okay. It's a tough call, honestly, on that one. Shane McMahon, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. AJ. 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 What? Yeah. Andromeda can scare Shane out of the air and basically play Shane. I got AJ. I think we all did. Do we all have AJ Styles? No, I got McMahon. Yeah. Oh my god, Dark Horse over here. Oh god. No. I don't mind having Ice Stone over me. It's no big deal. You go with the witch boy. I said AJ. Whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're just filling in right now. Jordan? Oh, wait. But, uh, of course, Shane does something insane. Yeah, Shane's gonna do... You wanna toss it in as, like, a caveat for you? Yeah, sure, why not? Shane jumps wait, off something. <laughs> well, the, That's, that cannot include the top rope. That cannot include the top rope. Yeah, if, something higher than the top rope. If, you all know if you're wrong on that, you lose uh, yeah, half a point. Give me one. Give me you want to do that one too? Yeah, give me one. That is a safe, safe caveat, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Shane jumps off something. Oh, he does crazy stuff, remember? Yeah. <laughs> It is a very safe caveat, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Table. Announce table on the Triple H, Seth Rollins. Ooh. I'm going Seth. Me too. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going Seth. Why are you going Seth, Chris? I got Triple H. Okay, Stallion's taking Triple H. Okay. Seth. Seth Rollins for Jordan. WrestleMania is always a blast, and uh, I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm very comfortable 
Remember, there's a countdown, so we'll see. Okay. Um, Rob. That goes on performing in that show. We got up very, very lucky here at Snap the Air Fishing. How do you guys feel? WrestleMania season, we're here. He's a little Rob. I mean, 360 million year old guy. You can call him Scarlet. Big scar. But, scar. Does he have a scar in his ass? He had surgery to have some sort of. Four things were good. Well, anyway, moving on. Little Rob. It's been documented online. I'm not the only one. Oh, for the love of fuck. Travis. We got Triple A Seth Rollins. Justin. Bueller. Anybody. Anybody. Anybody at all. I think I'll go. It is a grudge match, but I, I'm going to say Triple H. Oh. I'm probably going to regret that decision. Triple H with, with the caveat of Samoa Joe. Involve himself in some way. I can't say he gets into the ring because that might disqualify. No, it's it's no hold barred. Okay. No, no disqualifications. What's up? Roman Reigns. That's before after his match with the Undertaker. It's before. It's before. Damn. Oh, okay. Shit. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. And I'm tossing in a caveat of Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that, that's a good idea, Bob. That's what I was thinking. Finn Balor is not on this card. He's back. He's cleared to wrestle. And they've been doing some house shows with them involved, so... Um, I think... Justin? I think Seth Rollins. Okay. I don't know. It's a tough call on that one because it is a gross match, but I mean... This next one... Oh, I already know which one I'm going for. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns! When it rains, it pours! Yeah, yeah. The leader of the Roman Empire. But, uh, That's actually his tagline. I know. Roman Reigns. Oh, uh, yeah. Jordan. Hey, yeah. That's not Travis. Travis. He's my favorite wrestler. Undertaker. Yeah. He's a lot of people. The Taker. Yeah. Undertaker. Taker. Undertaker. Jordan. Well, I'm taking Taker. I'm taking Taker. Screw it. Oh. That's a good chance that he that's why Lafayette was saying Undertaker. Undertaker. Super mad if he loses to Roman. Undertaker. Three people for Undertaker. Undertaker. Superman punch. Superman punch. Are you really going to beat him? Okay. Except the fact Roman Reigns. Robert's on you. Robert, don't make me. What you got, Robert? Come on. Got Robert. Come on. You got natural. It's a tough call, but I think Roman's gonna win it by not a landslide. But he, he's gonna win. But it's gonna be. I mean, I mean, it better be a good match. That's all I gotta say. This hurts so much. Say it. I know what he's say doing. Say it. He's going Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He's writing down Roman Reigns. 
God damn it, it hurts so much. <laughs> Speak of the devil. I just don't want to lose. I guess if I win, I can't bake myself a cake, but whatever. Oh my god, that hurts. This match right here, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. Chris takes Randy Orton. Wait. Wyatt versus uh, or Randy Orton. <coughs> Shit. Randy Orton with Luke Harper. And then Randy got <laughs> way back after to the that elimination. Do you say Randy. Randy with Luke Harper getting involved? No, let's not do that. Okay. And then Randy gives up right here. Lil Jordan? I want, I want to say that Bray needs to win this bad, but... He definitely hasn't had that long of a title run. I hate to see him lose it already. But since it's Randy freaking Orton and I hate his ass, I'm saying Randy Orton loses. Jordan says Randy Orton. Okay. You know why I hate him. Give me Randy Orton. I'm going to go Bray Wyatt because I don't want him to lose that title yet. He needs to hold it for a few minutes. I want to put a caveat on this one, but I don't think I'm going to. I really should because I'm trying to kind of work on that one a bit, but okay. Justin and Rob, we need uh, predictions from you guys. And they're busy watching TV. I'll turn it off. Sorry. Uh, um, maybe Brandy Orton. Okay. Brandy Orton. I'm starting to feel a little alone here, i got to say. I'll go Wyatt. Oh god, now I feel the worse. Yeah, two okay, rounds. I'll go Orton. Two rounds are together. <laughs> they were. He changed it to Orton, though. He changed it. I am all alone on the Bray Wyatt train. <laughs> Might be good for you, though. That's true. That's, that could be an extra yeah. point there. Okay. There's no extra points for that one. Now for the ground. What I'm saying is... Could break some ground that'd be the only. I'd be the only person to get a point yeah. if he wins. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Same with Travis on uh, that one. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Somebody else has got Seamus and Cesaro. No, up here. Oh, Ambrose. Oh, yeah. He's a lone yeah. island there. Ambrose. And he's a lone yeah. island on the yeah. end zone yeah. cast. Yeah. 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 Wow. And Nia Jax. Which means I could also, lose a, means I could also yeah. lose a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Interesting picks. And H and Shane McMahon. And we got our last match here. Goldberg versus Lesnar. Oh. The grind finale. I'll start it off. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't, but I'm saying Lesnar. What? I'm going to also have to go with Lesnar. Why? I'm going Goldberg. I'll tell you my reason now. After everyone picks? Yeah. Stallion says Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. <laughs> Jesus, I can't find names anymore. Goldberg. Travis, Rob, and Jordan. Lesnar or Goldberg? 
it's amazing. I mean, Goldberg's yeah. beaten Lesnar the last time. So it's the same thing. You can choose But... Could he do it again? He's beaten him the last couple times. They faced each other. But... That's true. Like, seconds. Maybe a minute. Damn it. Travis says Lesnar. Well, Robin Jordan. I knew that so you don't think that it's a full surprise? You knew that that was there and could bubble up to the surface. I'm just saying it doesn't surprise me. I might regret this, Lesnar. I might regret it though. Lesnar? Okay. Two Goldberg and four Lesners. Oh, here we go, Jordan. Goldberg. Goldberg. That's why I, I was on the roast. It's like, I might regret my hands. You know, all right, boys. Predictions are now final. Woo! Now, welcome back to the Nerd Falls Podcast, WrestleMania 33. This is the recap, reaction. I'm Post Dan. show. Post yep. show. Um, I'm here with Robert. What's up? Uh, it took me... I got back late. But I needed time to process the epicness that was WrestleMania 33. Oh, God. Um, Epic is the right word for it, too, man. I mean, where to start? <laughs> well, I mean, we can start from the start. Um, with, like, the pre-show and stuff. I mean, you had uh, Mojo Raleigh winning the um, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I got a question. Uh... Do you think that they they put that in the pre-show because of the women's thing? Um, a lot of people, uh, from what I understand, um, the Raw women's title match was guaranteed on the WrestleMania show. Right. And the SmackDown one got bumped to the pre-show. Now, for two big reasons, fans were really upset about that. Number one... A lot of people think the SmackDown women's division is a lot better than the Raw women's division. Even though the Raw women's division tends to have like better wrestlers between Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha Banks, they're better overall roster. Mm -hmm. They don't use them as well as SmackDown does. Yeah. Um, so, do you have a TV um, on? I do, I think. Hang on. Let me go turn it down. Yeah, it's picking up on um, my end. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> the big outcry there on the uh, on the women's SmackDown uh, was the fact that uh, again the women of SmackDown are just used better. Some of them aren't quite as to the caliber wrestler as the Raw women are. Yeah. And um, just. Um, they and not to mention the fact that Naomi was having her Orlando homecoming at the time, right? And so that was just kind of big reasons why we had to have the SmackDown on the the SmackDown Women's title on the main show. Um, shout out to um, 
uh, freaking Gronkowski for showing up at the Battle yeah, Royal. Yeah, that would go back to the pre-show. That was that was the big thing that Gronkowski came in and supported Mojo, right? Yeah, Mojo Raleigh. There you go. Um, um, I thought it was pretty badass. Um, I feel kind of bad because I had no no inclination that Mojo Raleigh was going to win that stupid thing. I really didn't. Somebody they, mentioned it. Was it you or somebody? One of the other guys. They mentioned that they were buddies. Yeah, uh, it was probably me uh, because they had been showing up on like um, they had been doing like a little bit of um, uh, pre-show or pre-hype to everything, just like um, showing that Gronk was helping Mojo train and stuff like that. And so there were some segments ahead of schedule yeah. that were. Uh, trying to say that someone other than Braun Strowman or Big Show really had a shot at winning this thing. Um, but I didn't really want to go with it, especially since it is Mojo. But, um, yeah, I I thought that was a fun match. I don't think it was, you know, I think that it, was, it was right in putting that in the pre-show. Yeah. Um, the Intercontinental title, I don't believe, deserved it um, to be on the pre-show. Um, it was kind of a boring match. I'll give it that. But uh, that was the one right before, right? The um, yeah, that was Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah, it was forgettable because I forgot about it. <laughs> um. So then you move on to the main, um, the main show, and we had several huge, huge things. Um. First of all, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. I like that they put it up on the card, um, but it wasn't like towards the end um, because it wasn't the most important story involved. Um, it was really just a way to get both of these guys <clears throat> a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. So um, I'm really happy that when that one went up on the card, um, it was a great match, had great spots. I'm a little disappointed Shane didn't jump off something big. Or fall off something big, but at the same time, I think that would have really taken the energy out of the room um, for what was coming. Yeah, I agree with that, and I also thought that AJ kind of held back too. I don't know how you feel about that. I know you're a big AJ guy, but I feel like he also held back because he he said he was a big showman. I mean, he did show up show off pretty well with the kicks, but I thought he could done more. Um, you know, AJ has really like. Early on in AJ's career, he was one of the best high flyers that you've ever seen, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, now getting later on into his career, he doesn't do as much of the stuff as he can. And the stuff that he's tried to do uh, since he's been on the roster um, has not kind of worked very well, as well. Um, like he does this one spot where he does um, a backflip off of the second rope and uh, catches an opponent's head and then brings them down with a, with a reverse DDT, just drops them on the back of their head real quick. Mm-hmm. And he used to do that spot week in, week out at, um, in TNA when he was um, beginning of his career. Yeah, He's done that, I think, four times um, in his WWE career so far. Um, with maybe two successful and then two complete, like, botches. So... He didn't do all of his big stuff that he could do, but I also don't think Shane could have dealt with it 
as well as like one of the younger wrestlers could. Yeah, I I just think that Shane's it seems like a I know he's part of the McMahon family, but he just seem doesn't seem like he fits in with the other higher tier wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I think I think if he had a younger opponent, we would have seen a lot of crazier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it was still a good match. I mean the the coast to coast spot um, where Shane countered with the trash can and then just did his own coast to coast the right way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty um, pretty good and lived up to what both of them are kind of capable of. So. What was next? The uh, trying to think was it was it a women's match that was next? No, no both of those were kind of later than I thought they were going to be. Well, the SmackDown was a lot later than I thought it was going to be, but the Raw one I think was third or fourth. Next was I think Jericho and Ko. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one was a great, great match. Oh yeah, that was. This is where it started getting. This is this is where it really started getting really good. Um, both of these guys put on great shows in their own way. Yeah, they were both very technically proficient. They were both. They knew what they were doing. They worked with each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time, it had enough like false finishes. Uh, to where you got really into the match and really excited oh, at kicking out of each other's finisher. Uh, but then it ended exactly when it should have. Like, um, I think I talked about it when we were watching, but he did the powerbomb onto the apron spot. Right. And I kept saying that that move is really protected. That move is really protected. That one is one of those moves that is like guaranteed to end the match. It's like it's supposed to signify uh, almost an almost an instant injury to the other, to the opponent. So Mm -hmm. um, when he hit that, um, if he didn't get the pin off of that, I was going to be upset because that, that should be the the move that ends a match because he can't really go bigger than that without going with like weapons and stuff like that. And that match didn't need that. It was already long enough, I think. Yeah. It was even too. It was a pretty even match. I mean, it was. I really thought my pick was Jericho, and I thought that he was gonna get the, get it a couple times. And yeah, I thought. Um, I think the spot where he did the one finger on the rope thing. Yeah, after, that was that, wasn't it? That was the that was the the, the that was a great great moment. Uh, so I was pretty happy with that. Um. Um. I think Jer- uh, I mean I think Kevin Owens putting Jericho in the walls of Jericho was pretty good too. So. Yeah, that was yeah. You knew that was over then. Somebody called yeah. that too. I think was it Chris? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. It didn't like end the match or anything, but uh, it was definitely um, it was definitely uh, a spot that needed to happen because it fits really well with the character. Then next up was the tag titles, and the big thing to really mention off of that one is uh, uh, Welcome Back Hardy Boys. I'm really, really excited. I actually, one of the, the things I was doing today when I was running and gunning 
was I went and got my cable turned back on so I can watch the Raw and the SmackDown tonight. that are going to happen tonight to see what happens the night after WrestleMania. So you don't get that in the WWE package? No, the network, you cannot stream Raw and SmackDown live yet. It's, it's on Hulu? It's on Hulu the day after. I didn't feel like waiting. Oh, so yeah. I, I don't blame you. I picked it up. Um, I, I probably won't keep it for that long, but I, I will keep it for a little while. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is you got on your knees. And you, we did this thing in the predictions where we had the half point side bet thing. Yep. And you got on your knees, and you're like, please, God, let the Hardy Boys show up. And then Chris was like, we should re-bet because the pool, it changed because the Hardy Boys showed up. And I was like, hell yeah. So I picked the Hardy Boys, too, with Chris, and uh, mm-hmm. ended up getting a point for that. Even though it didn't matter, I ended up with negative one. But Well, you know, it's, it's just with... With the Hardys coming back, I was just like, I wanted them to get involved with the match. I didn't want them to be in the match. Um, That's true. I think them coming back and winning the titles was a little much. Like, one of the two title reigns that ended last night, uh, we'll get to the other one later, ended a lot sooner than it really should have. uh, this this being the first one, the club should have held those titles for a little longer just to kind of give them mm-hmm. um, a little more <clears throat> a little more pull. Like uh, it took them a long time to win the titles. They were they were built as these like badasses, um, and it took them a long time to win the titles. And then they only held them for like two months, and it kind of takes away from that build even more than it takes away from, like, them not winning the titles. Yeah. That's true. I see I see that point. I just thought that as soon as they showed up, it was their match. Well, I mean, a ladder match is designed for the Hardys, don't get me wrong, but I was still kind of hoping that we'd get um, a good ending, and then even though the Hardys are back, they have someone that can... Um, because you have to you have to think about it from the perspective of an outsider, okay? Mm-hmm. Say you haven't seen the Hardy Boys on TV in, I think they've been gone for four years or something like that, maybe more. Um, so you haven't seen them on TV in four years. Let's say you know nothing about wrestling other than WWE, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they come back, and then after being away for so long they instantly are the tag champions because they're just that good and they're better than every other tag team that was involved. Yeah, and then they're gonna, probably going to... What do you think? They'll probably put the belt on the line again and maybe lose it and go away again? Well, I mean, I don't think they're going away for a little while. I think um, because Jeff Hardy's been saying that he wants to end his career at WWE... Um, so I think they're here to stay until they're done with their contracts mm-hmm. and then they're going to retire because they're getting up there too. Yeah. Um, uh, but, um, they've had great careers. But themselves. damn, they're still flying around. Oh yeah. Jeff, Jeff has been flying around since he debuted. That boy doesn't, that boy doesn't know what gravity is. <laughs> um, we did, um, let's see. I think we skipped a match, though. 
That's fine. We don't, we don't have to go in order, but uh, I think there was a SmackDown match in between those. I'm pretty sure there was. What about the? Uh... It was AJ Shane. No, that was a shameless one. That was the same one as the Hardy Boys. Um... Yeah. Well, we'll just move on. If I if I forget one, I you got the board one. there, right? No. Let me go take a look at the board real quick. Thanks again for like the food and everything. We had just had so much food and so much pop and. And thank your mom for the cookies. They were delicious. <laughs> yeah, they were a big hit. All right, so let's take a look here. Ah, oh, that's the one we missed that I was going to forget pretty easily. Uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. You weren't going to forget that. That was, that was a proposal. I was totally going to forget that because <laughs> the wrong people won that match. But I disagree. I, I, thought, it, I thought it was exactly how it, it should have gone down. I think the story would have worked either way. Um, I, 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 I'm one of those. I'm one of those smart fans that realize that John Cena is not going to be here for very much longer. Um, not just as a wrestler, but he's going away again to film movies and stuff like that. And to me, if you're going away, mm-hmm. then to leave something behind to keep the fans going. And having having the Miz have something to talk about come Tuesday when he gets on when he gets when it comes to SmackDown, the Miz comes out and is like, guess who beat John Cena at WrestleMania again? Me. Yeah. That gets something to work with. Instead, the only thing we're gonna be talking about, because it was the only bright spot to that entire match. Is the fact that John Cena, a guy who has publicly stated he's not getting married, never having kids, and stuff like that, proposed to his longtime girlfriend. And as beautiful as a moment as that was, it would have worked even if he'd lost, so that we could have our cake and eat it too. Yeah. So, um, there is that one. Um, I thought it was nice and it was short and sweet. You know that that one was. That's why it was kind of forgettable in, from your end, I think, because it was kind of just short and sweet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the right guy won, but um, again, that's just my opinion. So hopefully, they give something Miz to to Miz to kind of bounce back from this. Find out tonight, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, we'll find out Tuesday for him because he's smacked out. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we're kind of hoping for like debuts tonight. Um, uh, as far as like the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania goes, we're kind of hoping for debuts, um, returns that we didn't know were coming, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. That's why I got. I wanted to see ha- what what was going on as it happened tonight. So I went and got my cable restarted. Gotcha. So um, moving on, we had um, the Raw Women's Title. I think that was next anyway. That was um, the Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Nia. I think that one was some of the best work they've done in a while. Um, I think the fact that it took all three of them to beat Nia makes her look good, even though she lost. 
Um, I think um, Sasha not turning heel um, was weird, though I think it's probably going to happen tonight if it's going to happen. It's going to happen tonight. Um, and Bailey walking out of WrestleMania gives her walking in and out with her title at yeah. WrestleMania gives her a, a moment that she really needed. So I'm happy with that. Well said. I think I agree. Um, Charlotte though um, definitely gets the the vote for just absolutely incredible match. Um, just the spots she did. Um, her work in the match, it was just, it was spot on all the way through. Uh, however, I'm going to go to my match of the night, uh, Triple H versus Seth Rollins. Oh my God, that was incredible. I fucking hated the way Triple H came to the ring on a tricycle. Yeah, that was the worst uh, entrance of the night. Um... I like the fact that they blended Game of Thrones with uh, WWE with the whole, like, Kingslayer mm-hmm. and, like, armor thing he had going on, burning the house, uh, burning the authority to the ground. Like He, he came said. out with a torch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He came out with that torch, and he put it on the ground, and the fire went to all yeah. the way to the ring, and he said he was going to burn the authority to the ground, and he did, and I think that was, without a doubt, the match of the night. I mean, the work was right. Um, going after the knees was the right thing. Him coming off the knee injury. Um, he paid the, he paid the price, though. That knee, he got his ass. I mean, he's got his knee fucked up more. And oh yeah, probably. Uh, we'll we'll see him selling that tonight. I'm willing to bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the spot where they kept like trading the the pedigree, like you thought one was going to do it. And he'd counter it, and the other guy was going to do it, and then he'd counter it, and then he'd counter it. And finally, it ended up with uh, Triple H inadvertently putting his wife through a table and then get, eating a pedigree. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was that might have been one of the longest matches of the night. and It needed to be. I think, um, I think they knew that some of the other matches weren't going to be as long, and so they gave the other ones the time they needed. Mm-hmm. Like, they knew Goldberg-Lesnar wasn't going to be long. And they knew that, um, like, the women's title match wasn't going to be that long. So they gave the extra time to the matches that really deserved that they really deserved it. Like, um, like this one, Triple H Rollins and uh, Roman versus Taker. Like, that one deserved the time it got. Yeah. We'll get to that one last because that was the last one. Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Uh that's the one that you, that's the other challenge, the championship that you wanted uh, to, stay. to stay, right? He lost it a month after he got it. I mean, it's just are the, they gonna are they gonna explain the graphics though? I don't understand what the was that just like oh Randy Orton you're you're just like weren't you're like you know you're your cow shit pretty much or your maggots or no it was Bray Wyatt is. His character is that he's some sort of, like, demonic cult leader, okay? okay? And they're trying to bill him as, like, they're trying to set him up as being the next Undertaker, the new, the new, oh, okay. like, almost magical person that has some kind of, like, supernatural powers involved, okay? Now, 
them showing he has supernatural powers by turning the ring into maggots and scaring the fuck out of Randy Orton. That's great. You know what would also be great? If he could fucking win. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I can't even tell you how wonderful that would be for his character, his career, even. If he could fucking win, he's never won at WrestleMania, for one thing. Um, he loses a lot of pay-per-view matches. A lot. Like, I would say 85% of the pay-per-view matches Bray Wyatt's been a part of, he's lost. Is he is he a likable character, though? <sighs> for the fans. Are the fans divided on him? I feel like they kind of are. You saw last night when he came out, almost every single person in that arena yeah. had their phone up as one of his fireflies. That's true. That's true. That That is the same no matter what arena he goes to. Like, almost everybody takes part of his, like, entrance and gets behind him. They, he's supposed to be a heel character, but he's really not. He's really kind of just a... Um, an evil face character would be the best way to put it. Um, and he needs a win. He needs a big win. He got his title finally, but he only held it for like four weeks. And he lost it to a guy who not only did he say, you know, I can't beat this guy, so I'm going to join him because I'm so scared of him. Mm-hmm. Then, like, two weeks before WrestleMania, he's like, ah, nah, fuck that. I, I was totally kidding the whole time. I'm not scared of you. I'm going to burn your house to the ground. Then he did that. And then the next week, Bray got his revenge. Um, and then the week before WrestleMania, uh, Randy's like, ah, you may have got me last time, but I'm going to get you a mania. And then he did it. And it just kills every part of Bray Wyatt. Just, like, it doesn't matter how many magical powers you give the guy. If he can't fucking win, you're going to lose him. Yeah, how can his career go forward? You're right. Uh, Randy Orton is guaranteed going to go in the Hall of Fame someday. He is a third-generation superstar. He is a now 13-time world champion. He is the winner of the Royal Rumble, I think, two or three times in his career. Yeah. The dude has everything. He's got everything that a successful career should have. He needs to start... It's not even Randy's fault. WWE needs to start having some more faith in their long-term plan. Like Their short-term plan is people like um, Lesnar and Goldberg and stuff like that that are going to draw money for the time they show up. The Hardy Boys. Well, the Hardy Boys are going to be around for a couple years, so that's a little but more But I see long. you're saying the older veterans coming back. and Yeah, that that's definitely a short-term plan because that's designed to get a reaction and then that's it. Okay? But they keep not... They, they ran into this situation not too long ago or about 10, 12 years ago. They had people like Kurt Angle and Edge... And Taker in his prime, um, you know, and then they started losing stars. And then out of nowhere, we got this one kid named John Cena who made an impression. And for whatever reason, he made the impression to the right people, and he got to be the John Cena we see today. Mm-hmm. Now, arguably, there are a couple people who have made similar impressions. They have come up through NXT, 
they are on the main roster. They're people like Finn Balor and uh, Sami Zayn. They have made that kind of impression. But for some reason, they think that they can find one of their diamonds in the rough again, the way they did with Ceno. And so they're not worrying about building up these guys that really kind of need it. Mm-hmm. Because Taker retired last night. That I guarantee that is it. That is that is his retirement right there. Right. right. Take the gloves off, take the coat off, take the hat off. That's his retirement. They don't have anything like him other than Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt cannot get any footing, and even every time he gets footing, they fucking kick it out from him. Yeah, you're right. He's back to square one. So I'm sorry, that was my little rant. No, that's I, your, I mean, it's, it's totally valid. I totally see your point, and I agree. Okay. Um, two matches left, Goldberg-Lesnar. Um, Goldberg-Lesnar, badass. That was uh, awesome. That was everything we could have expected um, overall. Um, I think there was four total moves that got used in the entire match, being German suplexes, F5, spears, and jackhammers. And I was totally satisfied with that match. Yeah, that was one of my favorites of the night, even though it was shorter. But it was it was just... It was less than five minutes long. But, but, it, was, but it was like... When it was over. It was like balls to the wall, though. Non-stop. Yeah, whole time. Um, so, I... That's all I have to say on that one. I was totally satisfied with it. Um, it didn't leave any questions, and it lasted as long as it needed to. It made both of them look great. Mm-hmm. I think that was not my favorite match of the night. I mean, I've already said that one goes to let, goes to Triple H and, and Seth Rollins, but um, it was probably the most complete match of the night, if that makes sense, because, again, it, it made everybody look good, and it was the right result. So I was pretty happy. You think Goldberg's uh, done for a while now, or...? I mean, he was gone for 12 years. I think his contract's up. Um, we he, we may get a goodbye from him tonight, um, but that'll be it. Like, no, he's he's the dude's 50 something year old. He doesn't need to be doing this. Right. Yeah. He he he's had another. He uh, don't get me wrong. He 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 did more than any of us expected him to do in like the five matches he had this year. Um. Just the five matches he had, four of them, I mean, three of them with Lesnar, uh, that none of us expected anything that happened. Um, none of, I mean, we'll, we'll be talking about what happened between these two this year for a very long time. Nobody saw Lesnar, I mean, Goldberg beating Lesnar in a minute 24. No, everyone thought Lesnar was going to get his revenge and like eliminate him at the Royal Rumble, but he didn't. And you know, it wasn't a complete squash when it came to WrestleMania either. Like when we saw the German suplexes, we knew he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. He freaking flipped up, hit him with the two spears, and we thought he was going to win. And then Lesnar did his thing, and we thought, oh, okay, it's over. And then no, how about a spear and a jackhammer? Again, every five. I want to say every minute of that five-minute match, you thought the other guy was going to win, and that was really, truly impressive. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so last match, Undertaker, Roman Reigns. 
<laughs> we uh, this one this one hurts because I, I think even when I was writing what I remember writing it on the board, I was like, oh god, I don't want to be right, but I know I'm right. I know Roman's gonna win this match. This I didn't was, want it to win. This was my favorite one. This because it was so emotional, epic. I mean, there was so much, so many. It was like watching a movie, in a way, or or, or a cowboy going out like his last stand, or you know what I mean. Um, even having like the Jr. surprise. Yeah, that was shocking. You were like, "Oh shit." <laughs> That one was shocking. I cannot believe JR did. I mean, I'm sure that I think what they were saying, I think what everybody was saying last night, that he just needed to, you know, step away. and He wanted to do this for his friend, The Undertaker, and call his last match for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I understand all that. But still, I mean, his wife passed away four days ago, man. So I can't believe he actually did that. Yeah, but, you you know, these are all his friends. So, he's, you know, it's his... You know, probably makes him feel at home. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, I think Jim Ross called Undertaker's first match, and he called his last one. I mean, when you think about the fact that it means both of them had, like, 30-year careers in the mm-hmm. WWE, that's, yeah. that's insane. It's a nice uh, bow on the tie at the end of the career, you know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. I mean, like I said, I was shocked he was there, but I was just like, that was just another thing that was telling me Roman was going to win and this was Taker's last match. I was like, oh, God, there's JR. He's calling the last match. Oh, God. Why were you so emotional? Like, why? You chose Roman, but you don't like Roman? I. Again, it was it was head versus heart. Mm-hmm. My, my head that, you know, love that knows wrestling as well as I do knew that Roman Reigns was going to win the match. That. With all the factors going into this, it was probably Undertaker's last match. Yeah. Period. Okay. Um, I wish it wasn't Roman Reigns who got to do it. I wish it was somebody else. Um, I wish you know freaking Stone Cold Steve Austin was still healthy enough, uh-huh. uh, or Shawn Michaels, or you know one of those other great wrestlers that have had careers comparable to it yeah, that's true. that could have done that could have gone that one pushed themselves like Undertaker did um, because honestly Undertaker could have retired eight years ago yeah um, or any year any of the past ten years probably well um, I take that back um, I think the last time I really thought Undertaker would retire was he did, I think it was WrestleMania 20, 28. Was it Triple H? Yeah, it was the Triple H in Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. Um, the, the, the spot I thought Undertaker's streak was over and he was going to retire was, I remember it very clearly, uh, was the spot where Shawn Michaels hits the sweet chin music um, super kicks him, pops him, and he turns to fall around, and he gets right into a Triple H pedigree, and I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. I really did. I was sitting there like, oh my god, streak's over, Undertaker's retired. I thought that was it five years ago. 
So then he pulls, he he shows exactly who, why he is Undertaker and why he is like the toughest dude to ever live and pushes himself another five years to have matches with CM Punk, um, Bray Wyatt, uh, Brock Lesnar. I have no idea who he had a match with last year. I, I have no idea who he had a match with last year. But then he had another match um, this year, and you know people were you know people every time he'd have a match those last five years you'd see him like the next couple months he'd be hobbling around you know he'd be he'd be on crutches or something, mm-hmm. and um, you know they were like oh okay this is gonna be his last year then da 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 da, da. oh Shane McMahon was last year fuck <laughs> duh uh, so. When I got into wrestling, uh, yeah. almost twenty years ago. Um, how many years? Almost twenty now. Yeah. Because I was in like fifth or sixth grade the first time I watched wrestling. I watched Monday Night Raw and I watched The Undertaker wrestle um, back when he was like his demonic form. So I didn't get to watch his debut or anything like that because mm-hmm. that was a little. Like, I think that was the year I was born, was, like, the year he did you. Um, he has been one of the most constant forces in wrestling for my entirety of watching wrestling. Um, you know, he constantly um, did what he needed to do. I mean, he was the demonic... Um, Undertaker, when we met him, part of, uh, holder of the Ministry of Darkness, and um, just a force, um, a phenom. That's what he was. Uh, when that one had to go away for something a little more modern, we got the American Badass years. Now, a lot of people argue those weren't like the greatest years for his career. They weren't. He still won titles and stuff like that. But he was still Undertaker. He was still full-time wrestling, even at his age, where a lot of people don't do it anymore. Um, when we got tired of that, he took that away, and when we needed him to come back, he came back as The Undertaker in full like force, like the gongs, the dark music, the druids, everything. Right. Except it was a updated, um, not so much like evil, I'll kidnap your virgin daughter and sacrifice her to Satan evil, so much as just like some sort of force was behind him. You didn't know if it was holy. You didn't know if it was demonic. You just felt there was something behind him. Uh, and he was still, you know, cookie with the lightning bolts coming out of nowhere and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And this dude, he made stars out of other people. He, he, he retired my favorite wrestler. Uh, Shawn Michaels at 26, at uh, WrestleMania 26. Uh, he, he had the streak. Well, the the streak, that was just part of it. Like, the the, the streak was part of it. Um, something that he knew wasn't going to last for his entire career, it couldn't. Uh, he, uh, for a guy like him, it, it had to go away. Now, you were kind of hoping it wouldn't be his last match, and we got that because Lesnar took it at 30. 
and then his last match happened three years later. But, I mean, it's just... It's like... You got emotional, man. You walked away and... I, I still am emotional about it. Like, talking about it right now, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of weepy. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to deal with it real quick. That's fine. Uh, it's like if, if, like, an uncle passed away or something. Like, you know something's gone and it's gone forever. It's something that meant a lot to you and something that was really powerful. Um and something that's been around in your life for a long time. And I think that's why I'm kind of emotional about it. It's just like Undertaker finally retiring. That is the emotion I had when I saw Logan. Oh, God. Because it's Hugh Jackman's last movie as Wolverine. Well. <laughs> and we've followed this character for almost 20 years. Yeah, I got you. And that's, that's what Undertaker is. I followed that character yeah. for 20 years. And... He's not going to be here anymore. So, right. Uh, but what uh, what an epic send off. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, him leaving the stuff in the ring, saying that he, you know, signifying he's no longer the Undertaker, walking away um, under his own power, which is great because um, that hasn't been able to happen a couple years. I saw the tweet. There's a tweet where that his his hat and uh, coat and everything stayed on the on the stage for a good hour after the match. After, yeah. After the show, it was just, it just stayed there. Yeah. Um, here's to the Undertaker hopefully going in the Hall of Fame either next year. What's um, the rule on that? Do they have to be retired for a certain amount of years or? I don't know. Um, I want to say Shawn Michaels went in WrestleMania, he retired at 26, and he went in 2014, 2013, something like that. So 26 would have been seven WrestleManias ago, which would have been 2010. Mm-hmm. So it took him three or four years to get in the Hall of Fame, but there's been people who've been posthumously inducted. Um, there have been people who've been waiting for a lot longer. I mean, Stone Cold... Um, Steve Austin freaking uh, retired. I don't remember 2006, 2007, something like that. He retired early on in the 2000s, I think. He was inducting people into the wrestle into the Hall of Fame until he finally got um, into the Hall of Fame himself. So I don't know. It's Undertaker. It may not take that long. It may take maybe one or two years. Um, we'll see. Because I mean, just from my perspective, they're running out of great names to put in the Hall of Fame right now. Like, every year they do the Hall of Fame, the first person they announce and the last person they announce are, like, the, like, marquee marquee people Mm -hmm. that are in the Hall of Fame that year. Like, this year, the first person they announced was Diamond Dallas Page, and the last person they announced was Kurt Angle. Okay? Or... Maybe it's Kurt first, and you no, it's, suck. It's, you suck. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like they're running out of people like that. In my mind, uh, there's a few names like um, 
freaking Eric Bischoff, The Rock, that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame for what they've done for wrestling. Has, the, has the Rock retired, though? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. He's definitely not been a full-time wrestler in years. Yeah. So, I don't know. All I know is wrestling starts in about an hour and ten minutes, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. And that is not something that I can say has been true for a while. Like, I have not watched Monday Night Raw in about three months. Yeah, because you, you've been doing no cable for three months. Is that how long? Yeah. Um, and so that's what I mean. It's just like I really want to see what happens tonight. I want to see if uh, it's going to be like Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins going forward, what part Finn Balor is going to play, because I really hope he shows up tonight. Mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of see as I go along. Yeah, man. We'll see what happens. Next Monday, I will definitely give you a uh, a little recap of what happened over the next couple days. And I'm, actually will... gonna, I'm actually going to try to watch. All right. Dig it. Well, then we will be ready for it. I'm getting into this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, you got to admit, like, you've probably never seen me that excited about it before. Oh, no. I mean, but like I said... This is one of the best WrestleMania in years. So, um, if you weren't excited about what happened last night, then you never would be. So, hopefully, by next year's WrestleMania, you'll be like a smart Mark fan. But like if I had known all that backstory, I would have been just as upset and shit. You know? Yeah, exactly. Even if you'd known like the war that had been going on between Triple H and Seth Rollins for like the last six months you would have been so much more into that match than even you were at the end of it because it was such a good match. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you start watching wrestling, you start becoming like the smart fan that I am and stuff like that, by next year's WrestleMania, you'll be like, oh, dude, he's going to win this. This is why this dude's been retired for like da-da-da-da-da-da. you like, okay, okay, Dan. It's cool. As it's cool. crazy as I get with movies, you know? If I get on that level, I, I might be starting doing wrestling trees or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right, man. Well, again, thank you for coming down here for WrestleMania. It was a great time. I can't believe the turnout that I had. Um, I, it was most fun I've had doing WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. It was, it was awesome. Best in a long time. So, um, again, Hey, let's announce the, uh, the winner and loser real quick. Okay. Okay. After well, the results. The winner, uh, there was a tie for winner uh, between myself and Little Rob. We both had positive three points. Your best friend. <laughs> that's pushing it. But anyway, three, three points, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, considering we were doing a positive negative thing, if I had not done some of the point five stuff I did, uh, I would not have won it, though. Yeah, dude, you were. You... You nailed at least two or three of those for sure. Yeah, those those really saved me. So, being the smart fan that I was, it really kind of saved me. So, um, and then Travis was our loser. He had negative three point five. Uh, to be fair to him, he got a couple of things right that none of us got. Um, he took risks. Like, yeah, he did. Um, so, 
Yeah. I, I have to say, I mean, he took risks. It didn't pay off this time, but maybe next year. So Maybe next year we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this but, has been uh, the WrestleMania 33 special, the Nerdfiles podcast. Thanks for doing this, Robert. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. I'll catch you guys next Monday. All right, man. Peace. Bye.